0: Fat Boy Show. Good morning. I hope you're doing great today. You are listening to your number one station, RX Radio, and this is The Fat Boy Show. This morning on The Fat Boy Show, I am honored to be joined by Mr. Onapito Ekomoloit. He is the Legal and Corporate Affairs Director at Now Breweries. He's also the chairperson of Uganda Alcohol Industry Association. Today on the program, we want to talk about how the industry, both the manufacturing industry for uh, alcoholic beverages, plus those who uh, market and sell them to customers, you know, the bars and so forth, how they have been coping with the fallout from the restrictions that have been placed on various uh, establishments where people normally go to be served these drinks. As you know, even as we speak, bars and nightclubs and places like that still remain closed, thus For those who make a living selling alcoholic beverages, both from an establishment standpoint and even from a manufacturer standpoint, how are they coping with the challenges of these restrictions that have limited their ability... For customers to be served these beverages And so that is uh, what we're going to be talking about today on the Fat Boy Show Together here with Onapito Ekomolo, the Legal and Corporate Affairs Director, Nell Breweries And the Chairperson of Uganda Alcohol Industry Association Now before um, I ask you many specific questions, just a bit of background here in case you don't know Small and medium enterprises contribute 30% of Uganda's GDP and 45% of total employment, which marks up more than, uh, which counts to about 70% of the economy. So now the question would be, if distributors have incurred losses from failing to um, extensively market and serve their drinks and products to their customers, what has been the impact on the manufacturers? Hello, Mr. Honor, Peter Welcome to the Fat Boy Show.
1: Thank you, Fat Boy. Good morning and good morning to your your listeners. Uh, I'm delighted to be on this show. It's quite a unique experience and I'm very, very, very happy. So now, Breweries has been responsible for bringing a lot of joy into people's
0: lives over the years they've been in operation, serving us uh, the, some of the best uh, beverages available on the market. Personally, I do enjoy a, a cold club from time to time. Uh, and so right now, I'm looking at you as uh, my best friend. <laughs> Although I checked to see if you're carrying a crate, but uh, you came empty handed. <laughs> at the right time, the crate will. Out. Okay, okay. So please, um, how has Nile Breweries coped with the restrictions uh, it, with regards to how it has impacted the sales to the outlets like bars?
1: First of all, thank you for complimenting us. Nile Breweries remains Uganda's leading brewer and we are dedicated to providing our consumers uh, best of refreshments and keep society happy. Yes, the COVID uh, pandemic has been hard on us but I think what is important for listeners to understand is that it's not just about Nile Breweries. We operate in an ecosystem. We have a very large value chain. And for one to appreciate the negative impact, you have to look at every player in this value chain. Our value chain, <laughs> perhaps unknown to most people or to some people, is, starts with a farmer because we are basically an agro-processing <laughs> business. I like. I like how you put it. Yeah. <laughs> you all may not understand that the core ingredient in beer is grains. Yes. And we're happy that all the grains we use are grown within Uganda. So it starts with the farmers who grow sorghum, who grow barley, who grow maize. These are some of the key ingredients in our beer. And the moment it's, it's like really. Uh, 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 a conveyor belt or like a water system. You're right. Yeah. Are- you 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 turn on the, the the pump at the at the beginning, and there must be an outlet. Mm. Otherwise, they say the backflow. There's a burst. So you need the whole system to move. You need the farmers to grow, and of course, you need Nile breweries to produce the yes. beer. But above all, you need the beer to reach the consumer in an efficient manner. So so what COVID has done has been to kind of close the tap at the end. And so, so there is undeniably a backflow which is affecting everyone right up to the farmer. So you have the farmers who uh, plant uh, and,
0: and grow these uh, grains that are used as uh, yes. raw materials. Then you probably have uh, the, the middlemen, the retailers, the traders who Before buy the Before you even
1: go to them, you have the transporters. Then the transporters. First of all, you have transporters of the grain uh-huh. from the farmers yeah. to our bulking center and then You have the transporters of the finished products to the distributor. Then from the distributor to a stockist, that is like uh, the the, 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 the second last person. And then you have the ultimate uh, person who is the, the seller, who gives it to the consumer. So all those people have been negatively affected. And the biggest effect or impact has been the loss of jobs. The moment you don't have consumption at the right levels, the people selling first of all outlay of some of the workers, the bar workers, and these are mostly the low-income young people. Yes, not uh, not very highly educated. Yeah, mm. and they are the type of people whom, for example, the food distribution by government recognized were immediately affected. But now all the others, the workers in saloons, the workers in taxis they have gone back to their normal lives of earning little, but at least earning daily. Mm. But the workers in bars are completely forgotten. Okay, well, based on some uh, reports, it's, uh, well, it is,
0: it is being reported that beer dealers are claiming losses of up to 550 billion shillings in the last eight months since the lockdowns were initiated uh, back in March. Uh, that is a huge loss for the industry to take and at the various levels that you described, the yeah. entire chain. Yeah. Um, so what kind of recovery can be done? We don't know for how much longer these restrictions will continue. <clears throat> how is it that uh, you as the manufacturers are able to thrive in this environment?
1: Yeah, we are not entirely thriving, but of course remember home consumption is allowed and I think there is some limited consumption within uh, restaurants and hotels which, which which provide largely food but then they, they may also be serving uh, alcohol and other refreshments. So we are still able to sell within that context. But really traditionally, our real selling point is what everyone calls bars. Because remember, consumption of beer is not just supposed to be about you, the individuals. It's about the interaction. It's about the social context. So bars allow that socializing, which is the main purpose for which we produce beer, to encourage people to, to be together. Mm. Of course, with, in, in the context of COVID, they can still be together, but in a socially distanced uh, mm. manner.
0: Okay, so uh, what about uh, nail Burrows in particular? Has this uh, imp- has the impact of the lockdowns been that you, even you had to scale down your operations?
1: Did this affect your staff? At the height of COVID, it, it, it obviously affected us adversely. Like everyone else, we had to. In fact, at the height of it, we could only keep a skeletal staff on site, and some of them even had to sleep in uh, nearby schools as government had recommended. So there, there was a major. A major effect, but since the lifting of various spaces gradually, we 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 have returned to can say close to normal operations. But the real remaining factor is the inability to sell as much as we should have been able to sell because the outlets are not fully open, all of them. So that's now the real impact which is remaining, and naturally it has driven down our sales and it's affecting, as I said earlier, other players in the value chain. Uh, And uh, speaking of which, uh, you are also the chairperson
0: of Uganda Alcohol Industry Association. So obviously, I think you uh, are familiar with uh, all of the various uh, stakeholders in this industry. Now, Nalboros is a very large company, among the largest in the country. How can I say so if covid may have restricted your operations and your business uh, opportunities you would be you are large enough to absorb that for a period of time as such, such that should conditions change it's much easier to recover well, what about for the smaller businesses what would be your advice to them on how they can cope and how they can recover going
1: forward no, I think it's really hard to 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 to, to advise the small operators of uh, of alternatives except for us the, you call the big player to continue uh, fighting for them and that's what we are doing. Look farmers for example, you, yes they grow other things but we guarantee the most stable market and the most stable pricing. That's what we have done over the years. Imagine for example sorghum during the harvest can fall to 400 shillings per kilo. We guarantee 1000 per kilo. So we never reduce based on supply or otherwise. Mm-hmm. We, we lock the price and agree with the farmer. So we, re, so the, for them to switch to something else, yes, they can, but they will be losing their main source of income. And when you talk to the bar people, I know many of the young people must have now switched to other things, maybe boda boda, maybe going to work in the saloons which have been gradually open. But our real support to them is the engagement we are, we are undertaking with the government to say yes we fully recognize that even under normal circumstances our product must be consumed responsibly now that we have an extraordinary situation we we are prepared to work with the government to work with all authorities police KCCA in the in the case of Kampala to ensure that the same way other spaces that were originally closed because of COVID have gradually been opened with the SOPs. We can do, we can reopen the bars. And we even believe the bars could be safer than some of the spaces that have been reopened and maybe there isn't as much enforcement going on as they should be. We, are, we already have a tradition of self-policing, if you may call it. You are aware that for years we have been carrying out messaging on responsible drinking, so we are not strangers <laughs> to educating our consumers on how to behave. So even if the bars were opened, we are determined to make sure that all the SOPs you can think of are implemented. That would start with making sure everyone who goes into the bus is registered for purposes of traceability, with mm-hmm. all the details making sure that there is strict sanitizing, making sure that uh, people wear masks when they are coming in, making sure that uh, inside the bars there is double spacing, maybe three meters apart Mm -hmm. in terms of seating arrangement, Mm -hmm. and and making sure that uh, even things like use of cash are not encouraged. People should use mobile money to reduce any... That that would make sense, yes. (laughs) Making sure that uh, the hours are within the context of the curfew. So people maybe think this will be so drunk. (laughs) You might have to drink after midnight to really get to that level. Mm -hmm. But now the curfew is being strictly enforced because of other political uh, events. Mm -hmm. So we believe people would at most be drinking between 3 p.m. and and 8 p.m., 7 p.m and they should be also. Are you, are you optimistic that we might see some movement in
0: that area by the government? Do you think in, in, in the Look, in the near future we might see a bit of a relaxing of the restrictions and an openness to considering those uh, steps? Yes,
1: I know health is uh, the most paramount uh, element in government consideration and we share that concern. But I've also illustrated to you that there is a lot of down, downside to this continued closure of bars which is not just affecting us, you know. It, in fact, it even affects government national revenue. Indeed Because the, the more we sell, mm. the more taxes we pay. So the, it's a loose, loose situation as it is now. And mm. I think it's the interest of government. Remember, for example, kids are supposed to hopefully go to school full time. I mean, all of them yeah, early in the year. Government needs money to finance education That's and right. all this. Even the COVID Efforts themselves need money. That's and right. health That's centers need right. to be stocked better. Mm. So, really, alcohol for all <laughs> the evil that can be associated with it. Is a necessary evil that helps us to well, meet other it, needs.
0: Wasn't alcohol one of the first miracles that uh, the Lord uh, <laughs> Yeah, Clearly, clearly, clearly the, <laughs>
1: that, that fact is, is there. So it can't be, it,
0: it, it's probably an okay thing. Uh, but uh, this is very interesting. So uh, what would be your final message uh, to, to the people uh, with regards to, you know, now breweries? Uh, are there uh, what new things can we expect from Nile breweries going forward?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Nile breweries is an uh, innovative company. As you can see, we are always coming with new products. We are sensitive to the demands of our consumers, so we shall continue to provide that innovation in products. But above all, we shall continue to play our role in the development of the country by making sure that our value chain. Uh, all the players uh, are able to to earn a living, the farmers, the distributors, the retailers and we hope our engagement with government will uh, lead to uh, well considered reopening of bars, especially as we go into the peak Christmas season when people certainly will be able to enjoy we're also in an election which has its own excitement, so I think the reopening of bars is uh, is is timely and we hope and we, we we have gone somewhere in engagement and we trust that the right decisions will be made which will benefit the whole country
0: well, thank you very much. Today on the Fat Boy Show, we've been talking to Mr. Onapito Ekomoloik, the Legal and Corporate Affairs Director at Nail Breweries, and he is also the Chairperson of Uganda Alcohol Industry Association. Thank you very much for joining us today on the Fat Boy Show, and uh, hey, we wish the best for Nail Breweries, and I can't wait to finish work so that I can enjoy a cold
1: one. Thank you, Fat Boy. The cold one is waiting for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Fat Boy
0: Show.